You are now tuned in to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus, the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step to finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this, and this is called the journey. everybody hope all is well and welcome back to the journey with your host karen Sion. it's a new week and a new month guys happy may if you don't already know i love <laughs> i love 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 the month of may so so much because you know it's my birth month i'm like counting down the days to my birthday but at the same time too i'm just very grateful to god um, because God has been faithful, and if we are alive to see the fifth month of the year, it is solely, solely, solely by the grace and the mercies of God. So I am looking forward, but at the same time, too, I'm just counting my blessings that each day um, I wake up, and God has blessed me with a new day. And I, I'm so glad for, and I'm so glad for all of us that are listening, that we are all still alive and that God is keeping us. He's keeping us day by day. Today is May 5th and is the 16th episode of The Journey. But before we begin today's show, I just want us to um, really salute, applaud, and shout out all the healthcare workers out there, the nurses, the doctors, the RNs, LPNs, the social workers, the CNAs, the HHAs, all of the healthcare workers, whether administrative or clinical, I just want us to really applaud them. The police force, the workers of our society, our retail workers, people that work in Walmart and Target, Costco, all these places. I just want us to really, really think about them, say a prayer for them, because these are people that are risking their lives daily to provide care, comfort, and sustenance for the rest of us, for us all. And we are the journey. We just ask God to continue to keep you and to bless you. It's not easy. I know it's not easy. And I remember on a, a previous show, I shared that I saw a post on Instagram about different nurses that had quit their jobs because they don't want to be a uh, risk to their families. And it's not easy because that's their source of income. That's their livelihood. So to quit a job that you love and went to school for because you're afraid of bringing death to your family, that is a huge, huge sacrifice. So all the nurses out there, all the doctors, all the people out there that are risking their lives during this pandemic, we are keeping you in our prayers and we pray once again for God to continue to keep you. And also we at The Journey, we want to lift up all of the ones that have lost loved ones due to COVID. We pray that the Lord will strengthen you and that you would find comfort in this terrible time, this uneasy time. It's easy to lose faith and easy to lose hope, but hope in God never disappoint, as my pastor would say. So we are just hopeful that all shall pass. That's one of my quotes, all shall pass. Eventually, <laughs> eventually this will be over. Okay. Um, but 
let's not damper the mood because today is a great show. So let's get into today's episode. So on last week's episode, we ended the three-part series, Single Parenthood with Laud Anderson, right? So we just want to thank all the guests, Barbara Hyde, who was on part one, Katie Mansure, who was on part two, and Laud, once again, who was on the finale. May God continue to bless you all. Wherever you guys are, we at The Journey just want to say God bless you for coming onto the show and sharing your heartfelt journeys. It was really inspiring, and I really believe that it blessed many lives because the feedback and the testimonies that we got was just super, super amazing. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about saving money for marriage. It's something that we at The Journey felt is very, very important to talk about now while most of us are young and single, but also for the listeners out there that are already married, you can pick up some golden nuggets because it's not too late to begin something good. Change begins now, right? (laughs) The decision to change begins now. So I really can't wait for today's show because it was very enlightening. If you've been tuning into this show, welcome back. But if you're a first-time listener, let me tell you a little bit about the show. So The Journey is a Christ-based podcast that will focus on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, relationships, health, career choices, but most importantly, how all of these things can and will be better if and when we have Jesus in the center. New episodes drop weekly on Tuesdays at 3 p.m., and you can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. And please and please again, as we say every episode for the last 16 episodes, subscribe, subscribe. Once again, subscribe (laughs) so that you get notified when new episodes drop. But today, also get ready for our birthday segment, Birthday Best. This week, we had a few birthdays, okay? Happy belated birthday to Hevelyn Sapon, Karen Starlene. Yes, her name is Karen. <laughs> Different spelling, but same same um, phonetics. Is it phonetics or phonetics? Phonetics. Someone correct me when we're done. Karen Starlene, Deacon Ernest, Bianca Anderson, and my childhood friend Candace Apia. Happy belated birthday to all of you and everybody else we could not mention. God bless you. And we thank you all for supporting the journey. Hit us up if your birthday is in May and when an episode airs the week after your birthday, we will shout you out, okay? God bless you all and we pray for God's favor to continue to be in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's get into today's episode. On today's episode, we're having a roundtable discussion about something very, very interesting. All three guests have been on the show before, and when Deacon Reagan and Lucy were on the show, they mentioned a large, large amount that they had to save before they got married, and that really intrigued me. So we've invited them back on, along with our pastor, to share how they saved before marriage, why to save before marriage, and the importance yeah, like I said all the like I say all the time, English is not my strong suit. But disclaimer, the baby girl is also here. So just in case you hear a baby shark or some giggling, some crying, or you hear someone say, Jai, baby girl, divine glory is divinely glorifying God. <laughs> <laughs> so help me welcome my pastor Sion, Deacon Reagan, and Lucy Aim and featuring baby divine. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 
Oh. <laughs> it's good to have everybody back on the show. We missed you. We missed you all. It's a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I, miss, I miss coming here. Well, yeah. Well, too. there'll be more times. There'll be more times. Amen. The journey is ongoing. So we're gonna get into today's discussion. Usually, I like to, usually I like to play games with the guests, but today seems like a very important show. So we're gonna skip the games Amen. today. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about saving before marriage. That's a topic that we're discussing today. On episode five, Deacon Reagan and Lucy came onto the show to talk about how they prayed for one another, and in the episode they were discussing saving money before getting married. And that is a very important, do you hear her guys? She's there. <laughs> that is a very important thing that I think a lot of people coming up thinking that they're ready to get married. Also courting couples should learn. So we just wanted to invite the both of you back as well as our pastor who initiated the whole thing in the first place to come and discuss why you guys had to save so much money before you got married, okay? So first question goes to Deacon Reagan and Lucy. <laughs> what is the importance of saving money in general? Actually, to everybody, what's, what's the importance of saving money in general? Um, well, there's, there's a future. So the main thing is to prepare yourself towards what could or what may happen in mm. the future. Coronavirus is one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus is one of the reasons why we should save money. Because mm. in times like this, we need That's the true. money that we've saved. Yeah. That's true. Because if you're not working or if you're not getting enough money from unemployment, then how are we going to survive? That's uh, very, very yeah. true. That's true. And also, so when you're able to save, it makes you more responsible. Mm. It's like, you know, you can take care of yourself. And when things comes in your way, it's like you're not depending on people. You can depend and rely on your own self. Okay. So um, as a single person about to embark on maybe this a courtship journey or the journey of I want to get married, mm -hmm. how do I equip myself to, to save my money and then also train myself that I have to save our money? quote, unquote, when I do get married? Well, <clears throat> all right. You know, my pastor always says that if, if you're not able to, I would say, you know, I'll quote it my own way, enjoy your own singlehood, you can't you can basically take care of somebody else, mm -hmm. right? So saving money is just one area of preparation towards marriage. Okay. Because when you are able to, and there's some key points that I'll, I'll, I'll talk about later. When you're able to save, all right, you are able to prepare yourself and also you're able to discipline yourself mm -hmm. as a single person, mm -hmm. Taurus married. So to me, I look at saving as just an area of preparation towards marriage. That's how I'll put it. You know, it makes you more mature and more grown. Yeah. So Deacon, with, with what you were saying about saving while you're single, mm -hmm. so... Like, I want to play devil's advocate because I do hear this often that when I've worked so hard as a single person to save my money. So when I get to marriage, why do I have to share that money with with the person I'm getting married to? Can you touch a little bit on that? Yeah, um, that's very interesting question because it's something that myself and my wife talk about all the time. And with me personally, 
how I was taught, you know, how my spiritual father taught me. When you are single and you are saving, basically, or you're doing anything, it's, it's about yourself. Mm-hmm. It's me, mine, me, mine. But the moment that you get married, the moment that somebody else comes in the picture, it's not about me no more. Right. It's about we. It's about us. All right? So when I'm able to prepare myself, whether financially or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. once we get into marriage, we are merging to become one. Right, yeah. so now it's like I'm able to save, I'm able to prepare my the saving is to me is just preparation. Mm-hmm. My wife or my spouse or my husband is also able to save and prepare themselves in whatever way. Now, when we it comes to be, together to become one, so whatever you're doing before marriage is just preparation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not able to merge together to become one, basically you're doing everything as roommates mm-hmm. or just friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're saving yourself before marriage. Mm-hmm. You're saving your money before marriage. Mm-hmm. You come together when you once you married, everything becomes one. Right. You know, and why should I have a separate um, saving account? And why should my spouse? Because then it's like bills. Um, have to go, okay. The bill is fifteen hundred. How much can you bring? Mm-hmm. It's a how it's a lot of headache. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think in the beginning, there's something that Pastor said that really got stuck with me. He said that so you're gonna give your whole body to somebody else and not mm-hmm. your money. Mm-hmm. So. That means that you don't even cherish yourself enough to just say, take my whole body, but I'm going to keep something else on the side, which is money. So I think just him saying that really stood out to me, that if I can give my whole body to my husband, then why would I keep something else on the side? And I feel like having a separate account, it works for other people, you know, but I feel like there's always a trust. Like it's going to like kind of cause some kind of like, you know, trust because then you're going to think that, oh, you have money on the side. What are you doing with that money? You know, and I don't know, just to me, it works for us having the same account, but some people might, it might not work for them, but I feel like at the end of the day, there's still going to be some trust issues somewhere. Mm -hmm. What is the reason of keeping money on the side? Yes, we both agree that you can have your own account, have mine, I know what's in there. So why can't you just bring it together? Mm -hmm. What is the difference having a different account? What is that going to do? Right. You know, so. See, there's one thing I want to add to it, like, Having separate account may work for other people. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, I mean, I haven't been married for a long time. This year will be three years. But having a joint account is so much easy. Mm. It just bring, it makes the communication flow. Mm. It brings clarity and transparency. Because we have one account. And then when we started, right, there was some, one thing that me and my wife were doing. Uh, I was trying to give her, like, allowance. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was just so, I'm like, every month I have to give her the money or it was just so much that I told you, you have access to the account. I have access to the account. <laughs> Use it as you want. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we do is we both know how much money is coming in. Mm. To us, we said, um, like, what is it? A hundred dollars? Anything more than a um, hundred dollars. Right, right. Okay. You have to let me know. Right, it's right. not like action. You have to let me know. But okay. other than that, if you go out and you have to buy food or whatever, it's yours. If you mm-hmm. want to go do your nails or whatever, you know how much we have in there, you know. But other words may work, but to me, the Bible led us together that let, let us know that, you know, the two came together and it became one. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like you're merging everything. And that's part of transparency. Mm-hmm. There's something that Pastor also said. I just forgot what Pastor said. <laughs> Pastor said, okay. Pastor said, a lot of times. I can't even remember. Uh-oh. Lost your train of thought? Yes, I did. It happens sometimes. Yeah, I, 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 I want to add something to it. <laughs> Yo, that's my funny friend. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add something to um, the 
question you asked. If you feel like you've worked so hard for yourself, your career, and stuff like that, and you feel like you can't share, then I would advise you not to marry. Mm. Live with that your money and let it make you happy. <laughs> By yourself. By yourself, because <laughs> marriage is a union of opposite. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the union of two separate people who have different ideologies about everything in life. Magnify money survey shows that 21% of divorces are caused by mm, finances. Wow. You know, and like what my daughter said, sometimes we don't think into depth. If you give your whole body mm-hmm. to a guy mm. to invade your holy of holiest, what is money? Mm. Money mm. is just an, a medium of exchanging stuff. Right. But then, this this your body. Bible says that when you mess it up, hmm, mm-hmm. it, it can't disqualify you from spending eternity with God, but money can't. Mm-hmm. And so, how can you give yourself to a guy? Well, it's not new because uh, people begin to sleep around mm-hmm. before marriage, and so they feel like it's can, it's, the money even worth more than the opportunity mm-hmm. 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 And, and, and their life mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so they bring that same ideology mm-hmm. in, in, into marriage and yeah. stuff like that. But marriage, the word marriage is, is a union of two opposite mm-hmm. people. people. And the Bible said they were both naked mm-hmm. and they were not ashamed. Transparency, mm-hmm. sharing everything in common, bearing the load together, mm-hmm. being real with you, mm-hmm. me being vulnerable with you, and I won't fail in a way because the last time I was here, I was sharing that vulnerability is used in two ways, to an advantage or to um, to, to the best. Mm-hmm. To the advantage is where manipulation comes in, where mm-hmm. a person begins to be abusive because they know you're, that you are weak, yeah. you are weak here, you are that. And a lot of times they use that to help people. Mm -hmm. That's where abuse comes Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And then there's a part where a person is vulnerable, where the other person cherishes their vulnerability so much that it becomes so transparent to them. Mm -hmm. And every day they think about, oh my God, my my, my wife or my husband is vulnerable in this area. How can I cover their Mm -hmm. nakedness? Mm So that you know, when somebody else finds out their weakness, I won't be ashamed. Right. Right. Wow. That's very, very, very deep. Yeah, I think um, just to add on a little bit, I was going to say um, sometimes, you know, we think about, oh, I have to go ask my husband or my wife if I want to buy anything. Why can't I just get up? <laughs> Why can't I just get up and go to the store and buy whatever that I want? I don't want to account to anybody. I think that's one of the notions that we have. Like Pastor said, mm-hmm. you know, you've worked so hard. Why do I have to go and give an account to somebody else mm-hmm, want to mm-hmm. go buy something, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's something that, you know, we, it causes us not to have the joint account, but I think that's something that my husband, I think Pastor said it too, and my husband and I talked about it um, sometimes that you know how much we have in our account. Right. You know we have to pay bills. So if we only have, let's just say, 1700 in our account, and we have to pay um bill maybe like um 1600 mm-hmm. If you want to buy something $200, then go ahead and buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Because you know we don't have them enough yeah. to spend on things. So if you want the best for the relationship and mm-hmm. if you are committed to it, then you wouldn't spend mm-hmm. more than what you have and you'd be considerate 
for the both of us. Right. So I think that's one thing that is helping us just you know now committed to this relationship. Yes, I've worked my money, but still we are both together doing the same thing. We have the same goal. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't spend more than we have, or I wouldn't just put I guess a relationship in jeopardy where I just wouldn't care. Right. So I think if we have we all have the same mindset, it would be easier, you know, because I'm a spender. Mm-hmm. And he he's a saver. So that's something that I personally have to put into consideration that I'm not just gonna spend money because I worked for it. Right, right. But then not caring about the family. Okay. Wow. Okay, so we're gonna get into your story, but we're gonna talk to a pastor first. I've heard and I know of the thirty thousand rule. And in- <laughs> thirty thousand rule. Oh, that's what that's what I call it. <laughs> So for those of us who are listening that are not members of CPICNJ, the 30,000 rule is that before you say you're ready to get married and present it to our pastor, you have to have $30,000 saved in your account. Point of correction, before uh, I counsel you. Before you counsel, <laughs> before he counsels you to bless your marriage. I need to see 30000 In your account. Yes, and that is not the money you're going to use for your wedding. Okay, so this is what we're going to talk about now. You wanna, yeah. you wanna, I want to know what made you... What what made this the 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 rule the thirty thousand rule? Well, actually, it's not a rule, but it is a rule. <laughs> and the reason why I say it's, it's not a rule, but it is a rule, is I don't force people. If if you want to do the right thing, like I said about the thirty thousand, I will help you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, too, I will help you. Mm-hmm. But um, the funny thing is. Majority of our people, I would say, ninety um, percent, they saved the thirty thousand before we began our um, counseling to bless their, their marriage. marriage. And since you want to know the genesis of this, yeah, um, it's, it's two things: mm-hmm. one, a lesson I saw in the Word of God, and two, an experience with myself and and my wife when. Got married in 2007. Mm. So I read from the Bible, Second Second Kings chapter 4. It says, Now one of the wives of a man, a man of the sons of the prophet, cried out to Elisha for help, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant reverently feared the Lord. But the creditor is coming to take my two sons, mm. to be his slaves in payment of it's the loan. Yeah. And so this, this, this scripture changed, changed my mindset about, about life. Mm-hmm. You know, that well, life is full of uncertainties. Mm-hmm. And if a prophet who sees you know, mm-hmm. what is about to take place in other people's life to prophesy, mm-hmm. a prophet... Who is a man of God? Mm-hmm. Who hears a prophet from God directly. who hears from God. Mm-hmm. A prophet who stands in between mm-hmm. God and the people. Mm-hmm. A prophet who hears from God and brings hope mm-hmm. to the people mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Could not put his house in order mm-hmm. financially. And after his death, creditors, mm-hmm. capital one, <laughs> was Fargo. Mention some of all these chase, these, chase uh, the, 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 the most Commonest one. Mangover, discover. Mangover. Discover. Discover. <laughs> discover. They, oh, they begin bank. to trap people from... from uh, oh, leave her alone. 
the people that are listening, they are kids are doing more than this. <laughs> Discover. They, 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 they track you all the way from college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because their name is amazing. Yeah. Discover. Mm-hmm. Discover what? Credit? <laughs> or, or what? They sell you they, 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 they sell you the credit card and they buy you pizza. One mm-hmm. slice of pizza equals, huh? equals the amount of <laughs> um, credit line they are approved for you. Mm. And that can ruin your whole entire life. Look, yeah. it didn't start yesterday. It didn't start today. It started in the world mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. And one lesson that I learned here was that God is not going to come down to teach you how to manage your finances. Mm. You have to do it yourself. You have to learn because God has given these wisdoms Huh? Mm-hmm. To people, which is like their their gift, they have administrative ability, mm-hmm. they have um, how money works ability and stuff like that. You have to go. The word of God says that we should go to the ant mm-hmm. and learn the ways of the ant. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Why is it that God has created man in His image and after His likeness, an <laughs> ant that we don't even know its size, mm. like the, the the sound of your footsteps. Huh? It's, like an, it's earthquake. an earthquake for, for an ant. <laughs> and God said, mm-hmm. you should go to the ant and go learn. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so, this story, and then my wife and I, after we got married, she had to go back to school to do her internship. Mm-hmm. And the time that they gave her was exactly the time that she was working. Mm. She has to do this full time. The internship. With the internship. Mm-hmm. And after we had discussion, I told her, I said, you know what? I want you to f- have the focus to do what you got to do mm-hmm. so you don't divide your attention, maybe working overnight and then you got to mm. go um, school the, this school thing like eight to five. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, and so um, we decided that she would just do do her thing. Mm-hmm. And in that time, the whole process took a whole two years. Wow. This is 2007 into, I believe, 2009. I'm not sure. Yeah. So what actually helped us was that after paying for our wedding expenses, we had saved like $18,000. After wedding? After the wedding. Wow. Like, all the wedding... And with with us, our wedding, everything was cash. And this is something that I advise people. Wow. Never go and borrow money for your wedding. Mm. That's stupidity. That is being nonsense. That's being like a fool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, why should you borrow money for for a wedding? (laughs) Some few hours Mm -hmm. just to prove something to people. Mm -hmm. And after when they leave, the husband or wife, you don't know. You're going to start life with them, with debt. Mm, mm-hmm. And when the creditors begin to come to your house mm, for their money, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of the pressure from the creditors, it's going to create contention in the marriage. Yeah. And you guys don't even know yourselves. Mm. And so the money we had, that 18000 God being so good, because the income, one income that was coming in, and that I was only making $350 every week. What? Yeah. Wow, three fifty every week. But I was driving back and forth New York, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and so gas and mm, and all these things were. So you realize that after one week, the money I bring home is like maybe two hundred dollars. Mm. So 
less than that. Right, right. You have rent to pay. Mm -hmm. You have somebody's beautiful daughter. They call their precious queen mm -hmm. or princess that you went and you made a vow. They asked mm -hmm. you, huh? Mm -hmm. Are you sure you want to marry our daughter? You said yes. And they asked the daughter too. Are you sure you we should send you away with this man? Mm -hmm. She too said yes, because she has perceived that you are capable in taking care of her. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So you have this responsibility. The Bible even tells us that anybody that neglects his 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 his, his household is like an unbeliever. Mm -hmm. If you cannot take care of your household, mm -hmm. you are like an unbeliever in the sight of God. Mm. But wow. here we are, all these things we're talking about, the medium is money. Yeah. Money is what we're going to use. Yeah. And so for two years that my baby girl stayed home, that she wasn't working, she was focusing on her internship and stuff like that. It was the money that we had saved mm. at the bank that supplements the money that was coming in because right. it wasn't enough. Right. At the end of the month, it's like you make like $800. Yeah. Or a $1,000, how much was rent? And we were living in Manhattan. Mm. How much was rent? And and a whole bunch of stuff. So <laughs> supplement came from the 18000 the And then God being so good. Some of us, I, I'm, I'm not a lazy person. There were times where we used to print GoNet, like all the reports for the schools in America. Mm -hmm. And when that job comes, I get over time. And so for a whole three weeks when the job comes, I make $1,000 every week and so wow. that one too helped but then i have to sacrifice all my time at the job place mm. be working 12 to hours to make that money and stuff like so looking at our circumstance and our situation mm -hmm. we realized that if it wasn't for god giving us that wisdom to save the money mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we would have crashed right right we would have crashed mm -hmm. we would have messed us up and so because of that I said to myself that if God has trusted me with the life of young men and young women mm -hmm. who are about mm -hmm. to begin life, I don't want them to experience the things that we experience right, because right. not everybody will be able to overcome mm -hmm. that and come out of it successful. And so that is where that 30,000 rule, which is not a rule, came about mm -hmm. a story from second Kings chapter four and then our own personal life stories was what generated this wow so if you don't mind me asking how many couples have sat under your tutelage that oh. you've you've seen this work for them besides the ones that are here right now <laughs> oh, maybe three more i believe three more yeah yeah three wow yeah uh, so Throwing the question to Deacon Ray and, and Lucy. So when when you were about to begin counseling and Pastor presented this thing, this rule, unspoken rule, let's call it that, maybe a spoken rule that is spoken um to you. How how would how Well, they were not about to start counseling. Yeah. Oh, they weren't about to start no, counseling. No, no, no. So wow, tell, tell me the story. They, 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 <laughs> well, I believe they will tell their own story, but from what <laughs> I, I remember was that when they, well, I think um, from the start, Lucy, Lucy was the one that first approached me mm. about this young man here, you know, um, trying to invade her privacy <laughs> and, and, and having plans for her, her future life. Mm. And so when she mentioned to me, what she did not know was that 
I've been having conversation with him to be mm. with us. Mm. But then um, some guidelines that I gave him to find out that whether she was the one that God um, has really prepared for him. And I get the same guidelines went for her. And usually I give people guidelines how to get approval from mm. God, how to be sure mm-hmm. that this is the one that God has for him. Mm. And so after that assignment, then we begin to talk. Mm-hmm. I tell you, this is this, 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 that, that if you want me involved, this is what I also am looking Expect. for from you. And I tell my story to, to mm-hmm. all of them that, listen, marriage is real. Mm-hmm. It's not fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's not an expectation island where you just go and after one week you blow your vacation money <laughs> and you come back. Reality is, 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 Marriage is real more than reality. Mm. And so if you don't prepare really, Mm -hmm. you run away when reality checks. Reality check light begins to Mm -hmm. flash. Mm -hmm. You understand? So um, that was the thing. And I guess they are here. So, (laughs) Like, you know, like my father said, it wasn't really like save Mm $30,000 before you get married. From what I remember... One of the challenges that I had when uh, I became born again was not being able to save. Mm-hmm. So I think I even brought that out to him that I think the most I've been able to save was like 2500 It was constant thing that I would get there, something would happen, mm. my car would break down, or I don't know, maybe I would misuse the money. So I, I want to be able to save. So it, it kind of like merged in mm. with me um, um, being saved. You know, it was one mm-hmm. of those things. And around that time, too, I was blessed. It seems like every level with me, um, I saw him talking about some of the things that I was going through. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, he was talking about finances around that time, how mm-hmm. to be able to save, mm-hmm. how to be able to manage your home and things like that. And when I came into the Lord, too, one of my goals was to be able to get married. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, he was just teaching and preaching was all around there. It's like a man, if you're not able to take care of your home and stuff like that, how would you be able to take care of somebody right, else? right. So I was blessed that one day he uh, called myself and one of my brothers and he was talking about now you are living with your parents, mm-hmm. take advantage of it, mm-hmm. save, you know, and, and like all those kind of good things. So to me, and I saw that he was doing it around that time, he, he was doing it. And I think he said, I don't know if he was saving like $500 a month or a thousand or something like that. I was like, hey, wow, can I be able to do this? Mm-hmm. So when he did that, I was one thing I told my wife that, when pastor speaks, you got to read between the lines. <laughs> he might not really give you the solution, but, but it's, the so- in there. it's in there. It's right? <laughs> so when he was teaching, talking to me around that time, mm-hmm. right, these are mm-hmm. the, some of the key things that I saw that I think it will help people. And I saw this afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't see it around that time. I, but I was know. doing them, but later on, I'm like, this is what I was doing. And a few conferences that he took us to, uh, most of the people that spoke mentioned some of these things, right? So when he, when he spoke, it's like I was determined to save, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like you have to tell where your money goes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to basically spend less than how much you are bringing in. Right. And then also you have to plan for the future, for mm-hmm. you to be able to save. And then also you have to be a giver. Mm. Right? So Wait, wait, wait. Let's... Pause. So... To save, to save, you have to be a giver. You have to be a giver. Mm. Can you go a little bit deeper with that? Deeper. Because that sounds like an oxymoron. It's like, okay, how can I save when mm. I'm giving away? 
All right, I'll, 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 I'll bring there because that was the challenge. Because remember, I said I wasn't able to say because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before, right? I was, my, I want, I had a desire every time money came on my, my, my hand, I want to save, but I wasn't number one, I wasn't determined mm-hmm. to save. It was mm-hmm. like, I just want to save, I just want to put some money somewhere. You didn't have any purpose, I didn't have any purpose for it. You were just saving, to I save. was just saving it. So okay. then it's like, that money could go anywhere. And then it's like, even though I was putting money there, I wasn't really telling my money where to go. I didn't have any purpose, there was no plan. And then, since in my mind, I'm putting money there. Mentally, I was always spending the money. The money is there, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm spending it. Like, there's a plan for it. I don't even know. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm spending more than I'm bringing in. Wow. Right. That's what it. That's what it was. And then also, I wasn't a giver. Mm-hmm. Right. So when he was teaching us all this thing, he always used his life as an example. I remember he told us a story that um, I think 5, that five thousand. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like you know, I'm going to save all this money, and then the, the, the Lord will speak to. So in my mind, like, when, when God told him to, so, to give, give five thousand, even the coins that yeah. he had everything in the bank account. <laughs> All this oh, yeah. it, it makes sense to me. I'm like, so if God is going to tell me to give my money away, then why save? Why save? Right. <laughs> I will enjoy it before he tell me to save. Right, right, right. But if you really want to save for learn to a long term and for mm-hmm. purpose, you can't have that mentality. Mm-hmm. That's when the the giver come in. I wasn't mm-hmm. the giver, mm-hmm. so sometimes I will gather, 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 gather. And then something will come boom, and then the mm, money will go away. Scatter. Right? <laughs> and then it will scatter the, the money. So when he told me that since I was living with my parents, I have I, at that time I made my mind to come to church. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really going anywhere. So I, I made a budget for myself. I'm like, I'm gonna I was able to save a thousand dollars a month. Wow. Right? But then I'm like, in my mind, that was like a rent to myself. Mm, okay. So because since I had a plan that I'm gonna get married, I'm like at least the minimum my rent might be a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay that rent to my bank account mm-hmm. every month. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I was able to do that now I had a plan. I was determined and the the, the most challenging thing was the giving thing, right? Because naturally I'm not a giver. I had to learn how to give. Mm-hmm. Right. But then <laughs> I have to tell you the truth. Right, that was right. one of the most challenges because the more the, the, the tricky thing too is once you're able to save mm-hmm. and then you are not a giver, you become greedy mm-hmm. because you see that your money is growing and growing and growing. So a lot of people saw around me that even when we go, I'm not going to eat. I'm not oh, even wow. going to go. When after you, church, after you church, asked me, can we go out to eat? No, I have I'm to work not. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like, I will not go. Number one, I don't want to spend my money. And it's like, I don't want to go and I have to tip it for somebody. No, I, I didn't want to do that. Mm. But then I saw that I can't have that heart as right, a child right, of God, right, right. right? So then the, the the place that I was able to break down is like, I have to be faithful in giving in the house of God first, right? Mm-hmm. So that became a challenge, like mm-hmm. giving my tithe, offering, mm-hmm. free will offering. So I started practicing those kind of things and it kind of mellowed me down. God knew that I wasn't a giver, mm-hmm. but then it's like, you have to be able to break out of that shell mm-hmm. before he can bring you outside. So when I was able to practice that things too, he knew my intent, what I wanted to say. My whole goal was like, to be able to save towards my marriage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't being a giver, but then it's like, I want to try. Mm-hmm. I started in his mm-hmm. house first. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to come out. And by the grace of God now, my wife is naturally a giver, and sometimes she motivates me, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. even to right now, since that is not naturally, it's like, <laughs> she she helped me with that. And to, be t- to tell you the truth, if God didn't use my father to teach me this, I wouldn't be able to manage my home. Mm. As of right now, I would not be able to manage my home. Since I was able to do that, I was already, it's like, 
even though I wasn't married, right? I felt mm-hmm. like I was married before I got married. Mm-hmm. So when I came here, like saving is not, it's not, it's not a problem, it's not a problem for us. Mm-hmm. We do it naturally, mm-hmm. and we still use the same things. It's like we are determined to plan for our future because right. before it was all about me, mm-hmm. right? But now it's about us. us. Okay, you know. Well, so and now is. when it comes to the house of God, she's already a giver, mm-hmm. and we have to do it. And sometimes she would tell me, "Oh, we have to give somebody something." Why do we have to give somebody something? <laughs> but, right? but you know, you have to break loose from that. Right, so right, this right. same thing still go. It start with you first, mm-hmm. and then it, 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 it transcends. It, it transcends yeah. Okay, I'm still on this whole giving. giving yeah. yeah, I think what yeah. I will add to it a little bit with the giving. I know um when Pastor spoke about the um thirty thousand for me, I didn't feel any kind of way because I was just like, okay, I was just because I'm not a saver, mm-hmm. I'm a spender. But I tried my best because I knew that he was saving. Mm-hmm. And when Pastor said it, that I didn't want it to feel like I wasn't helping, I wasn't supporting, even though I was doing it on my end. Mm-hmm. You know, so I tried. I wasn't. I wasn't able to save thousand dollars or whatever. But I tried to save as much, and I think I was. I started saving with Pastor, so I'll give him like money to save for me every month, so I won't be tempted to use it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think during that process, there was so many times that I remember the Lord told me to do something in the house of the Lord. I feel like most part of the time that we were preparing for our marriage, um, our wedding and stuff like that, I wasn't able to save much because I know that there were so many times that I used most of my money to do something for mm-hmm. the Lord. And right. sometimes, you know, I will feel some type of way that, oh my God, like, you know, I'm not saving as much as he's saving. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to feel like I'm not supporting or you're just misusing the right, money. Right, but right. I didn't they I just couldn't, like, you know, save more money on the side and not give what God is asking me to do because I know that he's the one that gave the money to me. Mm -hmm. So if he gave the money to me and he's asking for it and I don't give it, then definitely we will not be able to, you know, have this marriage because I was thinking in my head that God is going to provide. Even though we're saving the 30000 and all of that, I think God is still going to provide. So that's Mm -hmm. what I was thinking in my mind. That's what maybe made me be able to, like, you know, give during that time because Mm -hmm. I was like, Whatever it is, God will still provide, even if I don't have my portion of the thirty thousand. <laughs> and I was hoping Pastor would understand that if I don't have my portion of the thirty thousand, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay because God will still provide. <laughs> so with with that, this question's to to Pastor. So if, if with that, is it the man's responsibility to save as much money or both? Uh, before before I answer your question, I want to add something to what he said. Okay. The scripture says that God gives seed to the sower. And bread to the eater. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, bread comes from seed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we 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 get bread from seed, mm-hmm. but we don't get seed from bread. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. And so that means that when money comes in your hand, mm-hmm. there's a seed and there's bread. So there's some you eat, there's some you sow. There's some you eat, there's some you sow. Okay. And even among the bread part. There's some we eat, there's some we store. Mm. So he gives those that are farmers. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's seed. Mm-hmm. Those that are eaters, the same seed is food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after you are done eating, what is left? Nothing. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so this is the principle to adapt a lifestyle of giving. Because to every money that you earn, there's a seed. Mm. And seed 
is meant to sow. Mm -hmm. And when you sow a seed to the ground, it rips. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you go back to harvest. Wow. Very simple. Very, very simple. Mm -hmm. If you don't know this, that's what the Bible says that. And those that are searching to have, they search and search and search and they can't have. Mm. Wow. That is, that is deep. That is very they can't have. That's very, very deep. That's deep. They can't have. And so you realize that people that are greedy, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where does the greediness take them? They end up dying. Right. And it's never satisfied because they no. need more. They need more. No. You understand? And so, um, as, as a child of God, as a human being, get these principles within your system. Mm. Um, recently, I, my wife and I, we went to go do um, um, marriage, marriage retreat, mm -hmm. three days. And somebody had given us a card. And in the card was $400. Wow. And they had written a letter attached with the card. So I guess they gave it to my wife. I don't know how it was, but as we, you know, and God being so good, that, that retreat, somebody picked that as up and dropped us. So we were sitting on the back for mm -hmm. the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> the moment she took the money out of the card, she, hand, she handed me the money. Mm -hmm. And I put the money in my shoe. Mm -hmm. And usually, I'll give the money to her. Mm. But when they dropped us at church because we left that Sunday morning to come to church. And the moment I got to my office and I put my hand in my pocket and I find out that the money was with me, mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't mine. Mm. So now I started asking the Lord, who does this money belong to that I need to give to? Four hundred dollars. Wow. Yes, hundred, 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 four. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I asked the Lord that. And by the end of service, he, mm. he made me know who the money belongs to, and mm. I did. Later, I, I got home, and my wife read the letter to me. Mm. And the letter says that, thank you so much for um, you and your wife spending time with us married people. Please, this is a small token for your children. Ezra, Eliezer, mm. Acacia, mm. Adele, 100 for each one. Mm -hmm. And I look at the thing and I say, oh my God, I owe my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I owe my children. So this money was not even for me. Mm -hmm. It was okay. for my children. But be, 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 because the money was with me mm -hmm. at church, I knew it wasn't for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was for somebody else. Right. Right. We sold that money. If I say, I will tell you mm -hmm. financial breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. I have never been challenged with money in my life and in ministry. Mm. There are times where the church did not have money. We had only $200 in the church's account. Wow. The um, checking account. Mm -hmm. But we had money in savings where we were saving mm -hmm. to buy our own place of worship. And I remember two weeks before rent time, at that time, our expenses every month was almost five thousand dollars. Wow! We were paying church rent, mission house, mm -hmm. and other stuff. So mm -hmm. we needed at least ten thousand, um, five thousand to take care of these expenses. These expenses. So I remember that I went to the house of God and I knelt in front of um, the pulpit and I said, "Lord, 
I have two hundred dollars in our checking account. I don't want to go borrow money mm. from our savings account. Please, I am coming to you. Make a way. Mm. I just prayed and I left. Two weeks later, a friend of mine that when I was in photography, I used to take pictures for. Mm. Who mentioned his name? Michael. Mm. Michael J. The CEO of Dondo Magazine. Oh, oh, yeah. He used to produce Dondo Magazine. I used to um, take pictures for him. Mm-hmm. He called me Focus. And I called him Focus. That was our nickname. Mm-hmm. This this wonderful man had called me. I believe it was a Monday or something like that. He called me and said, hey, Focus, what's up? And this time it was in October. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, hey, Focus, everything is fine. And then he said, oh, I haven't heard from you for a long time. I said, hey, you know where I am if you want to find me. <laughs> you know, we made a joke. Later. And then he said, Foucault, the reason why I've called you was that October is my birth month. Mm. And usually before I got to know the Lord, I waste money for necessary stuff. Mm. Foucault, can you believe that? I wasted over 30000 one time for my birthday because hey. he did the show. And I'm like, hey, you are blessed, you, brother. Wow. And then he said, this morning I was taking a shower and the Lord said that I should bring you $5,000. Wow. I said, huh? He repeated it and I said, focus, please. (laughs) Some jokes are very, very expensive. Mm. And then he said, no, no, no. I'm not joking. I Mm. went to the bank. I've taken the money cash. It's in my pocket right now. Wow. Just like that. Just like that. Wednesday I was doing Bible studies. This guy showed up. You were there. Mm. He showed up nine something and he had texted me telling me that he's coming to church to drop the money. When I saw him, I was tempted to end service. <laughs> <laughs> now, should I end service, let the people go home yeah. and then go take the money? Or, like, but I said to myself, you know what? Mm. The money is not important right, because right. before he came, I didn't have it. Mm. So we continue. The Bible studies and after service, we went to my office and he gave the money, $100, brand new. I see they cut the money yesterday, like wow. $111150. And <laughs> I, I gave the money to the church because mm. I prayed in the name of the church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, I could go on and go on. There have been times that somebody brought us $10,000 in the church. Check. Wow. Cashiers, check. Person not check, uh, check. personal <laughs> check where you go to the bank and it tells uh, this it one, uh, it has the weight. Wow. And <laughs> I can go on and go on and go right, on and right, go right. on and go on all because I embodied the principle that every money you make is a seed. Mm. And mm-hmm. if we go back to Second Kings chapter four, the man of God said to the woman, "Go borrow vessels, the little oil you have, pour into it. When you are done, go sell the oil, pay your debt, mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. pay your debt, and live on the rest. You and your your, your sons, mm-hmm. pay the debt. We we owe God. God mm-hmm. is our number one. Uh, is it debtor? Mm-hmm. Number one debtor." We, 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 we owe him appreciation. We owe him thank you. And But you see, all this depth of appreciation, we think that it is only taking the money to the house of God. No. Mm-hmm. The house of God's one is there. 
tithe, mm-hmm. offering, free will, of all these offerings that the Bible talks about. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 the other part where it says that voluntarily, mm-hmm. uh, you visit your pastor's house mm-hmm. to give, mm-hmm. but then it does not end there. Mm-hmm. It has to extend from the pastor's house outside. Because right. the reason why the Bible used the pastor's house is that in, in the olden days, when people, when needy people comes, mm-hmm. it is the pastors that support all these people. Yeah. That's why it is there to today. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And so, if you begin to adapt the attitude that whatever money you receive, there's mm-hmm. a seed in, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, can you imagine? Bible calls everybody the temple of God. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Or I, I would say it's a land. Can you imagine if every month you find five people mm-hmm. and you sow into them? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Some of the seed when you sow today, it begins to germinate three days. Yeah. yeah. You can harvest in a month. Mm-hmm. Some the harvest is three months. Yeah. Some six months. Mm-hmm. Each time I sow huh, mm-hmm. into the things of God, you know what I tell God? Father, please let this seed be like a mango seed mm. that it would take seven to eight years wow. before I can have the first fruit. Mm. And when I have the first harvest, every year there will be harvest on it. Wow. Mm. Mm, that is. Ooh. Mm. It takes mango six to eight years before the it begins fruit. to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. The good thing, once it is established in the soil, every year, mm. some of them even bear fruit like twice in a season. Wow. Yes. But today we live in a world where tit for tat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quick, big, fast, mm-hmm. put in the Shake microwave, one, two, do, 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 do. Yep. oh Lord, I gave this tomorrow, give me this. Mm. No, 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 no. Mm. There are certain times that you're giving. Ask God, the Father, let um, the, um, the fruit bearing be forgotten mm. huh? and mm. remember them. Mm-hmm. During the times of my children, mm, wow! I call it spiritual forgetfulness. Yeah, that's a selfless prayer. You understand, mm-hmm. and you can't eat all the fruit today. Right, right. You have to leave some for okay. um, generations. Wow! Thank you, Pastor. That, that was very, very insightful. I'm sure we can agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, back to the question that I asked: Is it for the man to save? before getting married or in the marriage rather than the woman or both of them have to save prior to getting married? I I, I, I usually am hard on the men. Mm. And and why is that? Because they are the head of the family. Mm. So it's, does that mean the female doesn't have to save? It's not that the female doesn't have to save. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bonus and a plus. Mm. If the woman also... That's that. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will wish mm-hmm. that they will. Because mm-hmm. almost all the women did not make the fight there. To take it out. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the guys, mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. And I'm very flexible with the women because mm-hmm. it is men that marry, not women. Right, right, right. So if you are telling me that you're going to marry and the person you are marrying is my church member, no, no, you're not going to maltreat them. Mm. So let's say this is an interesting question. Is I'm very nervous in asking, but let's say that <laughs> let's say let's say later in the future, someone is coming to marry one of your daughters in the church. Someone that 
has never sat under you mm-hmm. and doesn't know about the 30,000 30, rule. <laughs> what steps do you take in relaying that information to the person? I'm not going to relay that information. My daughter, Their daughter. <laughs> and wow. should prep the person. So they have to save that 30 or they have to save money before. And if my daughter wants me to be flexible with their men, she can save for them and go give them the money. Let them come show me because you're going to show me mm-hmm. your bank account showing that you have the 30000 You're not just going to come tell me. Mm-hmm. You, you support it with documents. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not a joke. And again, it's not that money you're going to use to do your wedding. Because if you spend that 30000 to do your wedding, what will be left? Right. Okay, another scenario that I tell them is that, okay, and this wonderful young lady, when she came back from her honeymoon, <laughs> she found out that she was pregnant. Mm. And I remember she she was weeping in my <laughs> office, telling me that God has disappointed her. How? <laughs> she prayed. Mm. How can you pray to God and still be doing things that bring children? <laughs> <laughs> You're not being real. You're oh, living a fantasy. Oh. <laughs> and before you began the journey, there were every sign showing you that huh? mm-hmm. it's red like not green. So mm-hmm. you don't cross the, the road. And you cross the road, you got knocked down by a car. You say, God disappointed. Yeah, what were you doing? A tree you are forbidden not to eat of it fruit. Why do you stand? So, assuming you get married. On your honeymoon, mm-hmm. you come back, your wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what everybody is looking for. Mm-hmm. But the timing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Why? Bible says, enjoy the wife of your youth. Mm-hmm. I always encourage the people that I counsel that don't rush to have kids. Mm-hmm. At least spend three years with each other. Get oh, to wow. know each other. Three years. Trust. Yeah, wow. Travel. Yeah. Wow. Oh Travel. no, I, I enjoy that idea. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I enjoy that. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> she, she did not overeat. You know, like, <laughs> oh, she overeat. She overeat. Like, travel, get to know mm. each other, be silly mm. with each other, right. enjoy each other. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. And in that process, establish setting values and principles for your family. Right. And so if that does not happen and all your budget is based on the true income Mm -hmm. that sustains you, Mm -hmm. now she's pregnant. Doctors have to put her on a bed rest Mm -hmm. for nine months. Mm -hmm. I ask a a reality question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can your income Mm -hmm. support the two of you? And a lot of times I see that people wake up mm. and I ask that question. Yeah. So look at your income right now and mm-hmm. ask yourself, if, if you don't get that supplement from your wife mm-hmm. or your husband's paycheck and it's just one income coming in, can you take care of the, the rent, mm. the food, mm-hmm. and some of the guys too, you could tell from their shoulders. They, 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 Indirect, direct. I'm not talking about it. You understand? And not only that, mm-hmm. some of us too can eat, you know, a food that is stored in the fridge. 
Mm-hmm. We want fresh food every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah And and this and and then what is in the system today? I wanna eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Vegan, vegan, keto, and and, and 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 all these things. Yeah, requires money. money Not sure. only only that. In New Jersey, the state we live in, the reality of the matter is that every family needs at least two cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Can you keep up with um, insurance? insurance? Just insurance. I'm gas. not talking about maintenance. Mm. Gas, toll. Mm-hmm. And if your job is like 40 minutes from, from you, mm-hmm. like, you know, like... Is that reality? Yeah. Real questions that need to be yes. put out on the table before? Yes. Wow. Yes, you know, for the first time I thought I was crazy until yesterday. I, I, I found out that I wasn't crazy. <laughs> I found out that I was a normal person because <laughs> I heard Steve Harvey telling wow. somebody mm. that when you go on a date, don't keep quiet and, and don't be asking guys what's your favorite color and stuff mm. like that. Ask them questions, mm. even if they tell you you're interviewing them. I said I was going to... Oh, you always say that. You know, like, yeah. for the first time, I'm mm-hmm. like... Oh wow! So somebody thinks like the way I think. <laughs> I guess I'm normal. Like mm-hmm. I'm not crazy because sometimes you feel like maybe you are being too much. Right. But the reality of life is real. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And so, as a man, if you are making three fifty like I used to make, mm-hmm. and you don't have any money saved, how will you keep up the home? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be going to people to borrow money? Mm-hmm. One of the things you don't want, something my wife said to me, say, honey, let's work and pay for all the wedding expenses. After the wedding, if we move to our home and we don't have a bed to sleep on, it's between us. Mm -hmm. If we're going to eat oil rice, the rest of our lives is us. Mm -hmm. But to owe money, where somebody would get involved in our business yeah. every day, mm-hmm. I think it's not wise. Right. I say, girl, you are wise. Mm. You understand? So yeah. I, I urge men, I encourage men that before there's a proverb in our language that what's your area not If you're ready to be married. You then it. you buy your, your friend is saying um, a capillary set or utensils or whatever it is it is called. Like, you don't just get up and say, I want to be married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, if I'm your father, <laughs> the, the, the list that I'm going to give you is not exactly the list that your in-laws are going to give you. Because okay. I you have to prove to me, say, you are ready to take care of somebody else or it's not going to happen. Um, your son. My son, my sons. Your sons, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's very... Wow. So so when you got married, Pastor has kind of elaborated a little bit about your story, about when you got married and you found out that you're expecting. How did you feel? Were you grateful about the money you had saved? Um, no, no, not you, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking like in terms of finances. Were you grateful about the money that you had saved? Like, how, what was your your reaction, and how are your feelings at that moment when you realized that there was another person, <laughs> divine being, added to your family? <laughs> um, all right. I was excited because I felt like we have prepared, and mm-hmm. it's like everything that my father has taught us. I'm mm-hmm. not wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was mm-hmm. it like? Was it? Is it because maybe we didn't believe, fully believe, and God is just 
I felt like we were prepared and because when we were saving, well, actually around that time, when I was saving around that time, because mm-hmm. I don't know how my wife felt because we didn't really communicate yeah. with, in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he first mentioned, I think with me first, I think he mentioned you have to save. So I started saving. I had this zeal and I was saving. And I think he told me I had to save Maybe I don't 15, know if it was fifteen. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand, right? Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, wow, if I'm able to save ten, I've never done it before. I'll be like, so I first saw I saw ten and then I saw fifteen. Mm-hmm. And when like I showed him fifteen, he said, save twenty thousand. I'm like, but... okay. So in my mind, I'm like, I could do twenty thousand. Wow. So then I hit twenty. And then he said, You gotta do twenty-five. If you do twenty-five, I'll let you get married. <laughs> Wow. So in my mind, I run out because everywhere. So I was getting, okay, I want to get married. I want to get married. Right, right, right. So then I hit um, twenty five, and you said, "Well, you got to do. You, if you do twenty five, you got you, you can't do thirty, right?" So in my mind, I'm like, you know, the years were going. I'm like, I want to get married. I don't know when did I get married. Was it thirty one? When did you what? How old was I? I don't really know. When you got married? I was thirty one, right? <laughs> I was thirty one. <laughs> I don't remember. So in my mind, I'm like, I only get married before 30. But when I did the math, mm-hmm. I was going to be 31. Mm-hmm. You know? So I kept pushing. I hit 30. Wow. So when I got th- I hit 30, I don't know how exactly it happened. He said, you did it. But this is not for your marriage. Hey. This is for you to save. Now, you okay. guys have to save hey, wow. for the wedding. <laughs> so how much did you guys end up saving for your wedding? Okay, so we don't know the exact, right? Because the way it happened... Because we, we're paying things off as we're yeah. getting oh, paid. As so, so you stopped using the paint. I mean, I guess um, yes. saving money for the 30000 but then we're saving towards the wedding. So as we were planning it, instead of like saving money towards that, we were using that to... So as expenses we're incurring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We definitely... We saved, like, probably also maybe... Because when when all right when I had thirty, and then that's when he we the thirty that's when we started counseling. That I remember. Hey, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But the thirty we were counseling, but we still had to save towards the wedding. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm I'm trying to I'm reverting back to previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So you you um you approached Lou in 2014. Yes, but that was just. That was just approaching. Just was approaching. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to I'm doing the timeline based on what we've heard, what the the listeners we've heard on previous episodes, and then mm-hmm. what we're hearing now. Mm-hmm. So you you approached Lou in 2014, mm-hmm. told Pastor and, and Pastor said you have to save pretty much thirty thousand before counseling. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to save that thirty thousand? That thirty. I started. Yeah, I started saving that thirty in 2015. Yeah. Was it 15 or 16? We got married in 2017, so I started saving in 2015. So it took about a year oh, before that. Before that, yeah, yeah, you said before seven that. before that because I know you hit thirty thousand before the year that we got married. Yeah. So you hit thirty thousand. You hit thirty thousand a year before. Yeah, you so twenty sixteen. Yeah, that's so when you hit. 30, it took you maybe yeah. a year and a year or two, two years. years. Two, two years. years. It was almost two years to yeah. save so thirty thousand. He, he was saving. Yeah. Already. 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 But the, the marriage motivated him to say yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, because 15, then 20, then 25, yeah. and that's serious. Because some more, he did he did, he did, he did, he did, he did, he did. Wow. Like, now, for less than two years to save 30,000, like, I, because I was his bank, so I know. Was <laughs> there, like, so, like, you were saying earlier that you weren't going out to eat. Yeah, like, I, tell us some of the practical things that, that, I did. that you did 
Because you know, I know some of some of us listening want to. I know I want to save thirty thousand okay. in the next so, few years. So. <laughs> so the main thing is like <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. Slow <laughs> but sure, but we'll get there. <laughs> the main thing that helped me, right? Mm-hmm. That I didn't have the money, right? Because mm-hmm. when I when, when my spiritual father told me everything, I decided to give it to me. I didn't want to be tempted. Mm-hmm. So to, to, I was, you have to put the money where you can reach it. Because okay. the temptation will come. So I just gave him everything. He did what he had to do. And then I had a plan. Mm-hmm. The, the plan did change. In the beginning, I'm like, I wanted to see how much I could save. Mm-hmm. Then it turned into, as I was talking to him, because me, me and him, we, we talked a lot. Mm-hmm. So through the communication, it's like, okay, the long term is like marriage. Mm-hmm. And then there was a fear that was like, okay, can I take care of my family mm-hmm. with these expenses? So then it's like, I, in my mind, I began to kind of, live like I'm married already. So that was when it's like that rent came in. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll save more than a thousand because I know my expenses will be more than a thousand. Right, right. You get it? So, so every chance that I had, I'll just into okay. that saving. Okay. And then I wasn't going out. Mm-hmm. And then if I do, I don't spend much. I used to cut my hair like once a month and they do a shape up. I would cut my hair <laughs> once wow. a month. Until now, I do, I cut my hair once a month. It became a habit. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't going anywhere. So I had my all my money had like a purpose there's a reason for every doubt mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know I mean so mm-hmm. the main thing that i was doing was more like car insurance and then gym and phone bill right. so i wasn't buying clothes before i used to shop a lot i cut all those things out mm-hmm. so it depends on the individual what you are spending mm-hmm. my main thing was just like cutting my hair was eating a lot of my money and then clothes i wasn't going out a lot and then i'll say like with food and stuff like this all those things i cut all those things out and then it was into my savings and then it's like I was motivated to do it. And then since I, when like every my mom, he would give me all the account. And even to now, I have all the account saved on my my computer now. When I see it, it motivate me. I'm like, wow, wow. I'm able to save to five thousand. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. I'm like, if it took me maybe let's say a month to save five thousand, that means I could do more. A so, month? No, I'm just saying. Oh, it like, probably did. Wow. Not a month, but and then the giving <laughs> part that my mm-hmm. father was talking about it helped a lot. So right. you don't give out of the savings you you no. save and then you oh, well, as Pastor said. So I had two too. savings, okay. right? Mm-hmm. One was for him, one was for me. Oh wow! The, the other one was just for like my. It wasn't a lot, but I would say more like my checking account. Money okay. was still going there, so if anything, I would not go to him. Mm-hmm. That was like my last resort. Part. Okay. And that thing has still. Um, we still use that now. Mm-hmm. Like wait, my, my wife and now now that savings that I have with Pastor okay. is like our online savings. Mm-hmm. We've never touched it. That's wow. like, and then we have a regular savings where it's like we can go to the bank and then we have checking. So mm-hmm. that's like the same method that I had. So the, we, the, we will go to that savings in case of like disaster yeah, or something. Like okay. That's when something happened. Right. So that, happened. <laughs> <laughs> that same thing uh-huh. helped us. Wow. That, that is the same method. That's how I was saying that. That's like a kind of like preparation. But what I was talking about before, right? When we hit that 30,000. And then he um, he told us that that's not for wedding. Mm-hmm. To be honest, within me, I was upset because that was my plan. But <laughs> it did help us. I'm like, wait, did he trick me? Like, what oh. you mean we can't do it? In my mind, no, it's like, what's the good? Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> but my wife was saving on the side, right? Mm. Which helped. I think around that time, he had like some small one. Five, six, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> some small <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm not going to be suspended five times. That was a lot. Five thousand for a female is a lot. That was a lot. She was going to have a lot of money. Remember, her car broke down. She has to spend five thousand to get five to six thousand to get a car. So yeah, she she did good. She did. No, she did. No, but five thousand for a female. I take all the all the women. No, no, I will get myself. <laughs> I probably saved the Lord. No, I don't know. No, no, I probably, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah. I, I, that, I, won't, I won't talk. I won't, yeah, I won't so, yeah, talk yeah. about the guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you should, because no. after that, right? Right there, I tried. With, with the wedding, the down payment, I think, yeah, Pastor gave us that 5000 and we used it as a down payment for the wedding. Mm. Yes, the, yes, yes. Yeah. For the so that thirty was there. Yes. And literally, when I say that yeah. he said, no more, 3000 is no more. Mm. So then it's like everything else, um, we we kind of like we save. So now my savings wasn't going to him no more. We were used used so for the to pay for the vendors and stuff. And then my yeah. wife was using that and stuff like that. But that did help because right, right when we we're done, right, the amazing thing is like you need a family car. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. And that came from that thirty thousand. Yeah. You have to get an apartment, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because it's you might think that. It doesn't matter because the down payment for the apartment came for thirty thousand. Mm. The um the car that we bought and all yeah. those little little stuff. And by the grace of God, when we're done, and I would say establishing our home, there were money to be saved. Mm-hmm. And that savings, that long term savings, I'm talking about. That's how that's we. That's how it started. We put wow. that money there, and we were able to plan our family towards that. So since now, how he taught us, we have never touched that money. Mm. And then if we do, it goes right back in there. Right. And it's just right. beautiful. It makes so much money, our life so, and marriage so mm-hmm. beautiful. Right. It's like, so what he's talking about now, and you say he's going to increase it, you have to. Because if we think about it. Hey, he's going to increase it, the 30000 But they made the suggestion after they got married. Hey, you should, put him on this. You should go up. Hey, <laughs> You see what he's talking about now? Mm-hmm. Was the mm-hmm. money for me? No, 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 no. Money was not for me. Yeah, now the security in, in, yes. in the You understand? Marriage, right? And now that he's happy enjoying his, his wife, mm-hmm. do I enjoy with them? No, <laughs> I don't. I was just, you know, like, right. yeah, a stepping right. stone to help mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, look, Life. there are certain things that we don't have control over. Mm-hmm. There are others that we have control over. You know what we human beings are very good at? We leave the things that we have control over huh, to mm-hmm. spend and waste time on the things we don't have mm-hmm. control over. Mm-hmm. And so when 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 reality hit, you realize that all this while we didn't prepare for nothing. Right. You understand? Like mm-hmm. like I said, God is not gonna come down to you tell you how to manage your money. Mm-hmm. You get to know how to do it. And he uses people. Mm-hmm. He uses people. Mm-hmm. Like me, I always mm-hmm. tell people that my life is a sacrifice. But the Lord has been telling me so many times. I asked him that, what is my job as a pastor? Mm-hmm. You know what he told me? Mm-hmm. A good shepherd lays down his life for his mm-hmm. flock. I'll never forget that. Wow. Yeah. And we always say that for Jesus. Yes. But it's, it's And ever since he told me that, I have enlarged Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. to all areas. Mm-hmm. You see, now that he's talking, my next thing is don't let the money sit there. Mm-hmm. You gotta start investing in the money. Because yeah. if you have 10,000 in the stock market and the market is doing well, of which at this, everybody's afraid of the market. Now is the time to invest in the market because the market is broken. 
mm. get in there. There's there's something in there for you. Right, right. That ask God for directions. He will direct. Bible says that there was two hundred men, uh, the sons of Issachar, who were so wise and they knew the times they were mm. in. We gotta know the times that we are in, and not be afraid because if God can cause four leprous men, their footsteps to sound like chariot, God has. Yeah. Something best in store yeah. for us. We don't need to be afraid. And you've done the right thing. If you, if you lose some money, <laughs> what? Mm. Human beings die. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's my attitude. My wife will ask me, if you've never tried this before, why do you want to put all the mm-hmm. money? I say, girl, go big. Mm. When you crash, crash. Crash, crash big. big. <laughs> you know? But you make it, you make it big. <laughs> and I, I remember, um, 2000 and since you're talking about money 2000 and what before they went to ghana mm-hmm. um, in the month of march a son one of my sons introduced me to the stock market and i told my wife look i need four thousand that time we had only four thousand five hundred she said e. so you're gonna take her to say girl let's go pay she mm-hmm. gave me the four thousand i invested in the stock market less than six no no less than eight months when the family was ready to relocate to ghana I sold everything I made extra four thousand dollars. Wow! Mm-hmm. Plus the four thousand you already. Plus the four thousand. So wow. like so when I when I sold everything, I had eight thousand now. Wow! Put the four thousand back and I gave the four thousand to them. I struck money for them to use mm-hmm. when they went to Ghana. And mm-hmm. so this thing like, um, don't be afraid. You understand? Yeah. The most important thing is you've been able to develop the habit of saving money. Now the thing is, how can the money work for you? That is where we need to be. Mm. And that's where some of us, we are right now. Now, all these, when we file taxes and the money comes, some portion goes into the investment. Mm. We invest. And I monitor these things. Some are short-term, some are long-term. The short-term, if I see it's doing well, and I will make 500 Mm. I sell it, I buy it, mm. and then I wait when it comes down, I rebuy. Mm. Wow. When it goes up, I sell. You know, that kind of yeah. it's a game. Game. You wow. know, so. That's true. This is very interesting. I wish you can continue uh, because. You see the rest for you. Yeah. Later, 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 hopefully, if Pastor indulges me, he'll come back on to educate <laughs> us. I'm not looking at his face right now. <laughs> but thank you all so much for coming onto the show. But before we wrap up, since all my guests are married and have been single before, I just want <laughs> you to um, advise the listeners, single and married, about like kind of just summarize everything that we've talked about, but as advice that as a single person, advise me on how I'm supposed to save and how important money is in my future marriage and as married couples to advise me about how finances can break my marriage up so what can I do to salvage my marriage if it's already dying because of finances or save it from even that happening I can't I can't say much because my father's here I'm gonna let him see the rest but um (laughs) (laughs) I can leave (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okay for you to say much right? <laughs> well since i'm still new in marriage right mm-hmm. i can only advise those who are coming in mm-hmm. i can't advise those who are already, already married because okay. they are probably you know being right, right, uh, right. um 
with my brothers and sisters who are coming in, I mean, just like myself, you know, the, the Bible says that when you hear the word of God, do not harden your heart. Mm-hmm. All right. So just what you've heard us saying is an experience. Just open up. And with the finances, we were talking about finances, save now. The time is now. Because mm-hmm. if you want your marriage to be healthier, if you want your bank account to be healthier, it's now. You got to do now. Because mm-hmm. if you wait to tomorrow, you know, you are delaying. That's mm-hmm. money that you are taking from tomorrow's bank account. And if we if we could do it now, especially with the guys, one thing that I learned is that finances is an area where it can prepare you to be a great leader mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. If you can lead yourself, you can also leave your, lead your family. Right. And like my father, I think he gave the statistics for divorce. Mm-hmm. 21%. 21%. Most of them start from the finances. Yes, yes. And say if the money is not there, it's like everybody wants to hide. Communication is not flowing. Mm-hmm. There's not um, transparency. Mm-hmm. So let's start that now. Let's build that foundation. No happiness. No yes. happiness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm, and that's like a great foundation. It's like building a foundation now um, to to build your marriage on. Mm. Yeah, and just um, a little bit that I will add to it is, um, I would say maybe the giving part of it, that even though, like, you know, we are saving for the future and also maybe towards marriage or whatever that it might be, because we should still consider that it's the Lord that gives the money to us. And if he asks for it, then he's going like, to give it back to you later on, like Pastor says. So, mm. Um, we should save and not be greedy with the money, mm-hmm. you know, still um, give it when we have to, when the Lord asks for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that is what she, I want to add something to what my wife said. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, I said that I, I wasn't, I, I was, I'm not a giver, mm-hmm. but I had to learn that. Mm-hmm. And that is so true because if you could save and save and save, if the Lord asks for it, there's a reason why. When, mm-hmm. when, I, when I was saving, the time came that I think my first 2500 I had to give it to the Lord. And I was very stubborn because I think my mm-hmm. father has says it was in church. And then I don't know if it was him or uh, my mom, uh, my spiritual mother that, that said it. We, there was an announcement. I think the, the, the church needed to borrow money. And I had that exact money in my mm-hmm. bank account. When it came for some reason, and the thing didn't even go to my ears. It went to my spirit and I, and I ignored <laughs> it. <laughs> it <laughs> I heard it through my spirit. My spirit. <laughs> But I'm like, no, it's like my first 25. How can uh, I give it to you? I don't know if it was 2000 or 25. And I said, no. But when I went home, I was very convicted mm. to, you know, just let the church loan the money. And I was a weekday that I, I told my father that this is what happened. And I mm. gave him that money. I'm mm. like, no, I will let the church, you know, throw the money. I gave it to him. He said, are you sure? I'm like, so take it. It's fine. I don't know what I'm going through. So why when I did that, right, he gave me a sheet of paper and he told me to, Number to twelve, write every month what I want. Mm. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I know I, money was on there and marriage was on there too. Amen. And the funny thing is, one of them that I remember, right? It was one of the months that I think his children was born. It was late. Who was born in the late maybe September or whatever? Was any of them? No, no, no. But I told the Lord to surprise me with that. I know that nothing that happened, but Did you surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Acacia. Maybe Acacia. 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 Acacia.
Yeah, one, oh, of, wow. that, one of them was yeah, that was my that that is very interesting. But when I gave that money, right, right when I was done writing it, and I told him that no, I don't want that money back. Mm. But that wasn't my doing. Because originally it was a loan. It was a loan. Okay. Because before originally I didn't want to give because it's like I'm saving. Yeah. And then when I gave it, I felt in my spirit that I shouldn't take that money back. Mm-hmm. But the amazing part is I was working where I'm working right now. My job did something different that they've never done before. That usually when you sell a car, let's say you make ten thousand dollars profit, they give you um certain like twenty percent, whatever mm-hmm. that is, that's yours. But this time they said when you sell that whole profit is yours. Hey. So whether you make $5,000 profit, whatever profit that you make, whoever that, at the end of the day, they make the most profit, they keep it. Yeah. Wow. And I've given the loan, I don't know if it was $2,000 or $2,500. right? $2,000. And then right when they said I was working with um, Brother Lord, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is mine. <laughs> I don't know what, I wasn't even thinking about the money that I'm wow. giving. I said, nah, this is mine. I'm going to win this. And God being so good, um, somebody came in I want to buy, most of the time, nobody will come in and say, I want to buy a car. Came in, I want to buy a car. I saw this, this, and that, this, and that. The person bought. And people were selling that, making a lot of money. And at that time, I was leading mm-hmm. to win that, whatever that they put mm-hmm. on the bed. And then the guy bought a car, left, came back, said, well, I want to buy more stuff hey. for the car, like accessories. Oh, wow. He bought more stuff. And it all came for you. It all, it all came up. And then I made a total of, at that time, I made a total of $5,000 profit, right? Mm-hmm. So meaning that if nobody beat that, I was going to give me that right. check. Right. I went home. Um, the next day, they said, oh, somebody beat it. I'm like, okay, I don't care. At least $5,000, I'll make 20%. Uh, have enough. Yeah. Right, right. And then, not knowing that people were doing some shady stuff. Hmm. And then the boss got mad. And then, they, mo- they almost got fired. They said, Reagan is the one that sold it. They listen. I wasn't there. My manager fought on my behalf. And when I came back, they said, oh, I won. Wow. So, and I'm like, oh my God. But then that's my mind big. I'm like, oh my God, I gave the Lord 2000 He gave me $5,000 back. Look at that. And then the most amazing part is, usually if they give you the whole $5,000, they take a lot of taxes. Mm-hmm. They made a mistake in the office and then they split the money. Wow. Hey. Yeah. So they pay me in two. They, they cut it to um, $2,500, Wow. So the giving part, so around that time, when all those things happened, a lot of things happened. Mm-hmm. That's like my faith then grew in giving. Right? And by now... It's like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm able to give now without like struggling like before. <laughs> so with the giving part that my wife is saying, it, it is so true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it starts in the house of God first, depending on my situation. It started there first. We, we, when we were able to go to like conventions and things like that, mm-hmm. I was able to give at, um, for the thing to pay me. Mm-hmm. Like before, <laughs> I would do like, you know, $1,500 and stuff like that. But once you begin to do it, you allow the spirit of God, he convicts you. You give 1000 3000 that kind of stuff. Okay. And my father's story... Um, like, I know I'm talking a lot, but it motivated me a lot because he used his lifestyle as an example mm-hmm. where he would give thousand, two thousand, all that kind of stuff. So in my mind, I'm like, wow, when can I get there? Right, right. It's now. Mm-hmm. You have to do it now, you know, because if we wait till you get money, you will never you will never get that money because mm-hmm. every time you get more, you want to save it. Mm-hmm. But when you get it and you want to give it, the Lord will always bless you. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to crown it all. I think for those that are married, um, what is important is accepting and understanding that we are one team. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
The wife is not different from the husband, nor is the husband different from no. the wife. If we win, we win together. If we lose, we lose together. If we have, mm -hmm. it's for us. Mm -hmm. If we don't have, we're going to find a way to have for us. Mm -hmm. And I believe that if, if we can continue with this mindset, it will help us. Money is good, but money is not everything. Mm -hmm. There has been times that my wife and I, we didn't have money, but we enjoyed ourselves a lot. Mm -hmm. Because the money is not everything. Okay. And so if you're a husband and a wife and your, your whole um, attitude and everything is to have, 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 work, 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 to save, save, save money, you will never be able to save. Because one thing I've realized about money is that the more you have money, the more your expenses also enlarges. And so sometimes you can ask yourself, ah, why is it that when I was making this money, mm -hmm, I was able to mm -hmm. save this, and now that I'm making double More of the money, money, I can't save because right. each time money comes in our hands, he come, he also brings his, his own agenda. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have the habit that my son was talking about, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. And then also I want to encourage you, man, that surprise your wives. Surprise them. Let, let your wife feel that She's so, so important to you mm. when it comes to money. This is somebody you've toiled with. Mm -hmm. Don't be interested in some fianga girl be <laughs> walking around the street. You don't know who mm -hmm. is who has mm -hmm. HIV that mm -hmm. is hidden. Mm -hmm. And this woman that you've toiled all your life, you never buy her flowers, but then you, you go at your job places, you've been buying some silly girls, lunches and, and dinners and <laughs> breakfast and extra coffee mm -hmm, and stuff. Mm -hmm. You are wasting the money that your wife is using her time mm -hmm. to generate. Mm -hmm. Look, you should be investing this money mm -hmm. in your wife. Appreciate her. Mm -hmm. Say thank you. You know, buy her flowers, rub mm -hmm. her feet. Do, do stuff. Let her feel that she's the most important person in your life beside mm -hmm. God. And, and you'll be surprised. It will be amazing. And please, women, I want to remind you guys. A lot of times, women think that men don't need care. Look, men need care. Women need a lot of care. Mm -hmm. So, uh, an appreciation, and the other one is respect, and mm -hmm. another stuff that I can talk about later. <laughs> so, guys, um, listen to episode 10. Um, he said it there. Um, <laughs> um, the, the love language for all men I call cars, and the women is C-cube. But, um, as Sister Karen said, go back to episode 10 and everything is there. So um, I think this is what I would say. May the Lord strengthen your marriage and um, understand that in every mar marriage, if you allow a fourth person in the marriage, the marriage is will, will, will be destroyed. Who is the fourth person? Every marriage is centered on Jesus Christ. He's number one, the husband, the wife. So he makes three people, the fourth person. It's like the serpent in the garden mm. that comes and asks, mm. did God say? Mm. The Lord has put in the two of you together, risen together, mm. share emotions, everything together. Stop consulting other people outside your wife and husband for advice because mm. you don't live with them. Stop going back to your mother's house and asking your mother for advice concerning a decision you're supposed to make with your wife. Stop all these things. Women 
should stop, you know, having discussions with friends. And these friends, friends too, are not even married. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be like um, uh, Rehoboam, mm. <laughs> who left, you know, the the, the elders who helped his father to rule um, Israel, and and go seek counsel from his friends. Don't, 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 you don't seek counsel from your peers. You seek counsel from people who have proven experiences in mm -hmm. their marriages. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of books out there. There's yeah. a guy that I can recommend for you. His name is Les Parrot. Uh, when it comes to relationship, that's my go-to guy, Les Parrot. <laughs> yeah, so um, enjoy your, your marriage. And one day, remember, you give account of each other's mm -hmm. life. God bless you. Amen. Honestly, that was an amazing, amazing, amazing show. I learned so much. I wrote so much down. And like I said in the show, I am going to save. <laughs> and I hope that this inspired all of us to begin saving. It might not be as easy to begin, but once you begin, they say one step begins a journey of a thousand miles, right? And um, the ocean is made up of drops of water. So the little you save, the little you save, next thing you know, it can be a great amount. And there's certain things that right now, me personally, I am cutting out of my budget. I got this advice from my sister Susie. She was on the show earlier. She was saying that when she started to save and get serious about saving, she cut a lot of things out of her her budget. For example, especially us females, our upkeep, grooming, like with me, maybe every two weeks I would do my eyebrows. Even in quarantine, I'm saving more because they're not there. <laughs> so I don't get to do my eyebrows. Uh, I don't do my nails often. I only do it for my birthday or for um, special events. My birthday's coming up, but they're not open. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to save, what, $100 on getting my nails and my feet and my eyebrows and all of that done. So this time is one of the best times to save, albeit you know, a lot, I know a lot of us, some of us are not working at the moment. So I can't say that, but that's, as Lucy said, the reason for saving coronavirus. With this season, a lot of people are eating into their, um, their savings, which has been a source of income or source of sustenance. So saving for moments like this, where you can't work or you're physically unable to work is, essential. So I, I'm just I'm just glad that we were able to talk about this because it's it's very important. And um, with me personally, like I said, I am going to start saving. <laughs> okay, but before we wrap up, I just want to admonish us once again about this pandemic. A lot of plans have been canceled. It's it's gotten scary. It's getting scarier. But I think one thing that is sustaining me personally, and I remember I was sharing this with a brother of mine. I was telling him that um, sometimes I wake up and I'm in despair. And like, it's just like, wow, this thing is going on and it's killing people. Other days I wake up so peaceful, but like all of that is the peace of God. If you can find peace amid, amidst this situation, it's it's amazing, and it's only God that can grant that kind of peace. So I just want us to to stay safe during this time. I want us to pray more. Let's continue to soak ourselves in the blood of Jesus, as well as soak the our families in the blood of Jesus. Pray for 
ourselves, our families, the healing of our country, our communities, and the entire world. Pray for healthcare workers out there that are risking their lives, as we said, for the good of everybody else. And please, guys, stay home, guys. Stay safe. Stay home. If you can, please stay home as well as stay active while we're, we're in quarantine because it's easy to gain weight in this season. So let's try to stay active, whether it's a dance workout or jump roping or running or whatever it may be, cardio work, whatever. Just stay active, read more. Let's cut the social media time. Let's read more and all of that. Let's continue to wash our hands frequently. Um, also, if you're feeling sick, I watched a video and the lady was like, if you're feeling sick, just try to self-medicate because you will definitely get sicker if you come to the hospital. So unless you're short of breath or you like, unless you can't breathe or you're having a stroke or heart attack, these are her words, not mine. But if you're, unless you're having a stroke or heart attack, don't come to the hospital because the sickness is rampant over there. But drink lots of water, not cold water. I'm trying to take my own advice. Not cold water, but just just let's be healthy. Let's grow spiritually. Let's grow physically, not in weight. <clears throat> not in weight. But let's grow to the point where we can um work ourselves out as well as growing mentally. Let's read more and get more information. Let's be refined by the time this quarantine is over. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to The Journey with Karen Sion. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram page at the journey underscore podcast. Check out our Facebook page. It's called The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. And I want to thank you all so much for the support, especially on Facebook. We recently got to 100 followers on on Instagram and on Facebook. We're almost at 200 likes, which is beyond me, is beyond us. And we're so grateful to God. And we're so grateful to you guys also for the support. Please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Give us a rating. Join us next week when we begin a new journey. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I did not know that, but I love the month of May. <laughs> May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we're going to have two guests on. They're going to talk about their journey when it came to mental health and also talk about how to look out for the signs, whether you are maybe feeling certain feelings, maybe feelings of depression or whatever it may be, and then also to see signs in our loved ones if they might be going through these things. So I really, really can't wait. It's two people I really, really care about. And um, hearing their story, I just wanted them to go deeper into their story and share it with all of us, okay? Remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God, by times and seasons. I love you all. God bless you all. Stay safe. Stay home. Enjoy your families and have a wonderful, wonderful week. This is called the journey.